Man, let's all take your hymnals. Put a hymn on the foreign <laughs>
Uh, we've got some young men that are going to hand out uh, a paper to you. Uh, we are wrapping up the book of Jeremiah, and uh, we're ending with Jeremiah 52 tonight. And uh, because of the way that it's written and so forth, I thought it might getting ringy, ringy. Okay. Um, uh, I thought it'd be best if we had this handout to follow along. Uh, as we have done in the past, we'll do tonight. I'll not be reading all 34 verses of the chapter. Uh, at least that's not my intention to go back and read, uh, but to follow along this outline, and then we'll have uh, the final half hour of the night for prayer. It's good to see the Potses back. We've sure have been praying for them and uh, all that they've been through with the loss of Brother Matt's mom and uh, then traveling back. Uh, sure good to have you guys home. Felt like, felt like part of an arm was gone, you know. It's the way it is. That's the way a church body's supposed to be. And so it's uh, good to see him back. Good to see Doc back. How's uh, everybody in your family getting better? Yeah. They really had the sickness over there. So um, anyway. So <clears throat> Jeremiah 52. Oh, and by the way, we do have another guest tonight. Um, Brother Martin Kuhn is with us. And uh, Brother Martin's usually here to preach for us uh, on our Veterans Day. And the government has sent him up here. Uh, so he's under direct orders. He can't tell you anything about it. He'd have to kill you if he did. All that kind of stuff. Um, you know how these computer guys are. They really go over the top with it, you know. But uh, anyhow, it's good to have him uh, in a good church and uh, being here with us tonight. I know it'll be a real blessing to him. Uh, anyhow, so he was giving me fits on Sunday because we played some team uh, from Denver. And uh, I, it's funny how some teams get up for a game, you know. They played rotten all year long. And uh, then they saw Patrick Mahomes. They decided they'd try to play a little football. Of course, quarterbacks hurt, and I, their pride continues to be hurt and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, I'm glad, I'm glad we won because I couldn't take it if we had lost. <laughs> he, he would take over the microphone, and you would hear about it all night. Anyhow. Yeah, I bet. I bet. This guy's got a sports jacket, Broncos sports jacket. And he had the nerve to invite me up there and then wear it the, the whole Sunday that I'm up there, belittling my beloved Chiefs. But uh, anyhow, that's the way life goes. That's what friends are good for, by the way. Keep you on your toes, right? All right. Jeremiah chapter 52, I want to invite your attention to verse number 1. We will read the first uh, six verses here uh, as we get started. And uh, verse number 1, Zedekiah was 1 and 20 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 11 years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Hamadol and daughter of Jeremiah of uh, Lebanath. And he did that which was evil in the eyes of the Lord according to all that Jehoiakim had done. For through the anger of the Lord it came to pass in Jerusalem and in Judea, till he had cast them out from his presence, that Zedekiah rebelled against the king of Babylon. And it came to pass in the ninth year of his reign, in the tenth month, in the tenth day of the month, that Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came, he 
and all his army against Jerusalem and pitched against it and built forts against it round about. So the city was besieged until the eleventh year of King Zedekiah, and in the fourth month, in the ninth day of the month, the famine was sore in the city, so that there was no bread for the people of the land. Let's pray. Lord, we love you, and we thank you for your many blessings to us. We thank you for this opportunity tonight uh, and to be able to come away from uh, the busyness of the world around us, to be able to stop in the middle of the week to get our, our bearings and stay on focus for you. Um, it's good to have uh, the Potses back home, and it's good to see those who have gotten over sicknesses back with us, uh, Doc, and it's good to have him here. Then to have uh, guests with us, uh, Brother Kuhn uh, being able to be with us, and others that have been gone or home and uh, so forth, Lord. We just thank you for it. We thank you for the opportunity uh, to be together tonight, to hold your word in our hands, to be able to study therefrom. And uh, we just pray you might be honored and glorified through all that is said and done here this evening. We love you, and we ask these things in your blessed and most holy name. Amen. By the way, I don't want to forget Jared is home for a couple of weeks here until his parents get tired of him or it's time to go back to school. I don't know which, um, but uh, it's good to have Jared home. And I ask him about his grades. Can I tell him? So the kid's rocking a 4.0. Not bad. Not bad at all. And uh, so sure uh, glad for the Lord's work in Jared's life. I'm glad he's not down there wasting uh, all that valuable time down there learning and, and growing in the Lord. And so that's a real blessing. So from our sheet, we see this is the last chapter of Jeremiah, and it's entirely historical in its record. The chapter uh, speaks to the final fall of Judah, uh, this was the end of the Jewish kingdom until the restoration 70 years later. And so, uh, you know, all of Jeremiah here in the, the latter part, Jeremiah's been preparing them for the fall to Babylon. Babylon's coming. He tried to prepare their hearts to get them ready. And so uh, we have several points here tonight. The first one is the circumstances of the fall uh, in the first six verses. <coughs> Excuse me. The crown in verses 1 through 3, the calendar uh, verses 1, 4, 6, 12, 29 through 31. The conqueror that would come and, and uh, reap this uh, consequence upon uh, the land. And then the calamity, verse number 6. And uh, so uh, this pronouncement was coming and the judgment of God was coming. There was nothing that they could do about it. It was going to happen. Uh, just as we are reminded that our Lord and Savior is coming again. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm ready. I can't wait to go. And he's going to bring uh, judgment upon the earth when he uh, finally comes back and sets up his millennial reign. Uh, but I'm looking forward to the rapture uh, that's going to happen, the rapture of the church. And we're going to go be with him, and then he'll come back uh, to rule and reign there at the end of the tribulation period. And, uh, you know, there's not going to be anything the world can do about it. Not going to be anything that can happen. And just as they were warned, so we have the responsibility to warn the world around us that Jesus is coming again, uh, the rapture will take place, and that we need to do our part to prepare uh, both ourselves and those around us uh, in reaching out and winning them to Jesus Christ. And then we see uh, the capture in the fall, uh, verses 7 through 11 and 24 through 27. I'm going to take those final verses there. 
uh, verse number 24. And the captain of the guard took Syriai, the chief priest, and Zephaniah, the second priest, and the three keepers of the door. He uh, took also out of the city an eunuch, which had the charge of men of war, and seven men of them that were near the king's person, which were found in the city, and the principal scribe of the host who mustered the people of the land and threescore men of the people uh, of the land that were found in the midst of the city. So uh, Nebuzan, the captain of the guard, took them and brought them to the king of Babylon in Riblah, and the king of Babylon smote them and put them to death in Riblah in the land of Hamnath, and thus Judah was carried away captive out of his own land. And so our second point was the capture uh, in the fall, and uh, it was going to happen. It was pronounced of God. There's no getting away from it. Uh, we see a few points there, five in particular. The fleeing before the capture in verse number seven. Uh, the following for the capture in verse number eight. The finding in the capture, verse number nine. The fatal, uh, fatalities in the capture, verse number 10. And the fetters in the capture, verse number 11. And so it was the capture in the fall. Leads us to our third point, the city in the fall. And uh, we find in verse number 12 through 14, we read now in the fifth month of the 10th day of the month, which was the 19th year of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, king uh, Nebuchadnezzar, uh, captain of the guard, which served the king of Babylon into Jerusalem and burned the house of the Lord and the king's house and all the houses of Jerusalem and all the houses of the great men burned he with fire and all the army of the Chaldeans that were with the captain of the guard break down all the walls of Jerusalem round about. And so judgment was coming. It was talking about the scorching of the city and the smashing of the walls, the, the spoiling of the temple, the burning of the temple. Uh, the destruction was full. Uh, it was uh, what God had warned the people of and what uh, they had uh, many of them had refused to accept, uh, but God's will was performed uh, in the midst of the city. That leads us to our fourth point, which is the captivity in the fall, uh, verses 15 through 16 and 27 through 30. Then uh, Nebuzan, the captain of the guard, carried away uh, captive certain of the poor of the people and the residue of the people that remained in the city and those that fell away they fell to the king of Babylon and the rest of the multitude. But Nebuzan, uh, the captain of the guard, left certain of the poor of the land of the wine dress, vine dressers and four husbandmen. And so uh, we see the captivity in the fall, what it looked like as uh, the people, some of the people were left there, the others were taken away uh, into Babylon. And uh, so. Uh, God left some there uh, on purpose, and uh, they were chosen to stay and to be husbandmen, vine dressers, so that they could go ahead and uh, continue to create income for the king of Babylon, uh, that uh, it would not just be a, a wasted thing uh, that they had there. Uh, so they see the selecting of the captivities in verse number 15, the staying of the poor in verse 16, the seeking of the people, verses 24 through 25, and the slaying of the people, 26 through 27, and then the summary of the people, 28 through 30. And so this is the captivity in the fall and uh, what was done uh, during that time, which leads us to the fifth and final thing tonight uh, was the charity after the fall. 
in verses 31 through 34. And it came to pass in the seventh and thirtieth year of the captivity of Jehoiachin, king of Judah, in the twelfth month, in the five and twentieth day of the month, that Ewamurkdok, uh, king of Babylon, in the first year of his reign, lifted up the head of Jehoiachin, king of Judah, and brought him forth out of prison, and spake kindly to him, and set his throne above the throne of the kings that were with him in Babylon, and changed his prison garments, and he did continually eat bread before him all the days of his life. And for his diet, there was a continual diet given him of the king of Babylon, every day a portion until the day of his death, all the days of his life. And so we see a, a charity after the fall, a season of charity in verse number 31, uh, the subject of the charity in verse number 31, the sovereignty in the charity, uh, verse 31, and the uh, specifics of the charity Verses 32 through 34, speaking in the specifics, setting in the specifics, suiting in the specifics, and sustaining in the specifics. You say, Brother Metzinger, why did you give us this like this tonight? Because 30 minutes does not give me ample time to preach the whole chapter. So I wanted to give you this that you might take it home and be able to study through it if that is a desire that you would have and be able to uh, look back uh, through Jeremiah 52 and dig this all out. For yourself. Let's pray. Lord, we love you and we thank you for your goodness and your love to us. We thank you for our time together here this evening and we pray to God that you might be uh, honored and glorified uh, through each and everything that's done. Uh, we pray uh, that we would think upon uh, the, the uh, captivity here and the end of Jeremiah 52 and all uh, that the uh, people of God endured. Uh, Lord, uh, might we learn lessons even for ourselves, how that we ought to live for you and serve you with our lives. Uh, thank you for this time together this evening. We love you and we ask this in your blessed name. Amen. Uh, so for our prayer time tonight, um, Brother 